friends, and welcome to The Co-op Show. I'm one of your hosts, Brits. And I'm Jason. And today we're talking about our time face-tanking, assassinating, and running away like the little bitches we are in Sucker Punch's free multiplayer DLC for Ghost of Tsushima, Ghost of Tsushima Legends. I ain't running away like a little bitch. We were for a hot minute there. Don't even pretend. <laughs> we were we we had to run quite a bit, but we'll, we'll talk a lot about that in Maybe a bit. Maybe in the beginning, but you know, now we got good. Yeah, now we're just kind of like cheesing it a little bit. So this is... We'll talk about this, but I have to say I'm very surprised by how much time we spent with Ghost of Tsushima Legends and how yeah. much we liked it, especially since you never really gave the main campaign a, a chance. I just wasn't really in the mood for it, I think. I but now that I've played the multi I mean the co-op, I I really actually think it would be fun to go back into the single player because uh, it it just feels really good the combat. The combat's like, so good. It's visceral. You and know? then you can see Jin's ass. Well, that doesn't excite me one bit. <laughs> but oh, I, it will, trust me. Okay. You just haven't seen it yet. And once you see it, you like, that's a good booty. But first. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there other booty we get to see? No, you don't need to see any other booty. Trust me, Jin's booty <laughs> well, okay. is the only one you need. It's real good. I'm just uh, trying to get equal opportunity here is all. Oh, get out of here. Trust me. Just <laughs> That's the only booty you'll ever need in your life. All right, anywho. <laughs> any, besides mine. Okay, before this continue more. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe you were wondering about like Lady Masako's booty or something. I don't even know who Lady That's Masako right, you know. is. Well, that, that ladies and gentlemen is a marital miscommunication. <laughs> but first, I just want to give a huge shout out to everyone who has listened to the show. We announced it. Is that this week or last week? Uh, this week. Earlier this week on yeah. Monday. We're releasing this on a Friday. And we are loving all the comp the feedback we're getting. We're checking out all of the reviews. And people were surprised to see that we had nine episodes already of the co-op show. And this is our yeah. 10th. But Sneaky squirrel stealth. Yeah. What I, what I told people episodes. is that we were kind of trying to get in the groove yeah. and make sure we had a format that we were comfortable with. Obviously, we're open to feedback and changing that as we grow and evolve. I also think it's good just to launch with more than just one episode. Just, you know, if people like it, there's other stuff there to go listen to. Yeah. So with that said, I do think that as every episode has gone on, I think that hopefully people think we've improved because I, I feel like we have. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, you know, it's not like we're married or anything and know how to communicate with one another. No, no. It's just a little different when you get on a microphone. Well, you see, I'm a podcast noob, but you're a pro. Thanks. So, you know, I, I have a learning curve to come. You're I got to get good. You don't have to give me any more flattery demers. All right. All right. Um, but like I said earlier, obviously always open to feedback. We read all the reviews. We appreciate it. You can always contact us at contact at co-opshow.com if you want to get in touch and let us know what you think. But anywho, just a huge thank you. We appreciate you. And now let's talk about, I was going to say Jin's butt, but we're not. We're talking about uh, <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima Legends, the multiplayer DLC. So this launched on October 16th, 2020. And the base game launched in July, in case you're wondering about that. Uh, I feel like I should say that I did get a review copy for Ghost of Tsushima back in the day, back in July when the game originally released. And through this, I'm able to play Ghost of Tsushima Legends without any additional cost. It is a multiplayer action adventure stealth game, or if you're like me, multiplayer action adventure facing. <laughs> it is rated M for Mature for blood and gore and intense violence, developed by Sucker Punch, published by Sony. It's on PS4 and PS5. It supports two to four player online co-op only, so nothing local here. And depending on what mode you're playing, again, two to four players, PVE only. There's no PVP in this game, which I think it would probably make for a pretty good PVP game. Oh, I think it would, yeah. With that combat. 
Yeah. The combat is so good. It feels good. So good. Um, and like I said, uh, it's probably the 10th time I've mentioned it, but it's free. But you need to own the base game, Ghost of Tsushima, and that currently is on sale through February 10th, 2021, for $40 for the standard edition or $49.69 for the digital deluxe edition. So if you haven't picked it up yet, you can get it on sale. It's a really, really good game. It's actually, Ghost of Tsushima was the game I spent the most time with in 2020 on my PlayStation 4. Oh, there you go. 72 hours. I didn't I didn't give it enough of a chance. I really should. You I got to really go back should. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, this isn't a single player game show, but but I feel like it, it, it reminds me a lot of Assassin's Creed, but it just feels like more visceral. The combat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got it got a lot of Assassin's Creed comparisons and that actually turned a lot of people off when the when we were reviewing the game on what's good, but mm. I obviously loved it. It was one of my favorite games of 2020. So, worth noting that Ghost of Tsushima Legends is a complete standalone adventure from well, it's not even an adventure. It's a complete standalone mode from Ghost of Tsushima, so it doesn't follow a nice booty gin or any of his companions. So, this is just like a completely different thing. So here is the official plot overview. So Ghost of Tsushima Legends is a new online cooperative multiplayer experience inspired by Japanese folktales and mythology. Choose from one of four classes, samurai, hunter, ronin, or assassin, and play with friends or via online matchmaking in a series of two-player story missions or four-player wave-based revival missions. So you have four classes you can choose from, and... They are the Samurai, Hunter, Ronin, and Assassin. Now, anyone who knows me probably knows damn well which class I chose. Gonna roll Samurai. With Good old Samurai. Beefy, armory, melee. Throw me into the fray. And Jason was the Hunter, and that, that's very typical of us. He likes to be stealthy, kind of ranged. Yeah, I, typically, I, I prefer to play ranged, and you're more... All up in their grill. <laughs> I just want to like get all up in the fray and have someone bail me out, which is <laughs> which is usually you. So each class has unique skills and play styles, but each class does have the following, which is a primary weapon, a ranged weapon, two pieces of gear, whether it's your throwing kunai, a healing gourd, or maybe a dirt throw, two abilities, and one ultimate. So for example, my samurai's abilities are spirit pull, which is like basically a, a leech. I leech all the health from my enemies, and it's pretty great. I just get to like activate it and watch their health consistently fall down while I just play keep away so they can't kill me. And I have explosive blade, which I haven't really messed around with because I just like sucking all the way. <laughs> and my ultimate is Hachiman's Fury, which is from the game as well. And essentially you just destroy a whole bunch of people. It's like a quick attack between three to five. I think that was the dudes. name of it in the main campaign. I might be wrong on that, but there is a very similar uh, skill where yeah it basically like the whole screen just goes like dark and you just slaughter three to five guys at once like super quick mm -hmm. like boom 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 yeah. yeah and I have a half bow and Jason also has a katana but your primary focus is sniping people and you have a long bow um well it's a long bow it can be a, sh a half bow a short bow I mean it, the, the type of bow can can differ it can vary but the thing is I think the main difference of the classes it just at least the way I understand it is is comes down to it comes down to the techniques that they have as well as their class special. Right. So where yours is like this boom, 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 melee, cut, slice, kill, rah, rah, rah. 
Mine is like I can shoot an explosive arrow into a group of enemies. It lights everybody on fire. Mm -hmm. um, and so they really, that's how they sort of differentiate the classes. At least that's how it looks like. So you have explosive arrow and then you have the other thing that shoots three people at once too. Oh yeah. So that's my special. That's your special. And uh, it can shoot three to five people. Essentially it just locks on to like three to five different headshots. And if people that are in your view and then uh, shoots all the arrows simultaneously. So is that your ultimate? That's my ultimate. Your ultimate. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. got it. Um, there's also the Ronin Assassin, like we mentioned. Real quick, the Ronin is the healing class, and we actually just played with the very first Ronin that yeah. we've ever played with during one of the survival waves. It was nice. So helpful. Oh, yeah. He keeps dropping down little healing pods or, like, like pads on the ground, and you can stand in it, and it'll mm -hmm. heal you. And the Ronin can also summon spirit animals, which is uh, pretty... I don't know if I saw him doing I that, Yeah, I don't think the Ronin did. He probably yeah. had something else. We, and haven't, then... we haven't messed around with Ronin or Assassin. Nah, so. who has time to heal when you're face sinking? <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the Assassin who uses, um, like, the Samurai and all the other ones, Katana, Half Bow. But they have a Toxic Vanish and then a Group Vanish, which is really helpful, especially during those survival waves, which essentially just causes everyone around you to disappear. Yeah, it's, it's super helpful. And, uh, and then you can sneak up on people and uh, do, like, critical strikes or assassinations from behind him and yeah. stuff so so there are a few different modes in legends but the two that you and i primarily focus on are the story missions and the survival missions so let's talk a little bit about the story missions first so each story mission there are nine tales total consists of three chapters each so it's you know so there's nine missions and within each mission there's three chapters exactly got it okay you got it it's got like it. you've played it before or something like that <laughs> each tale averaged us like 20 to 35 minutes so i mean that's a pretty good chunk of playing time i think that was on silver though i feel like we were down no that was on bronze actually was it really? mm -hmm. oh wow okay yeah, yeah yeah and then once we moved on to silver it took more or less the same amount of time but i think that was because I think when we first started on the bronze, it was like 30, closer to 35 minutes. And then as we started on silver, it kind of like. Oh, uh, okay. But anywho. So essentially how, what each mission looks like is it drops you into these little sandboxes to play in. Remember the sandbox term? Mm -hmm. Now everyone likes to use semi-open world, but I like using sandbox. Um, and you just kind of got to plan out your strategy. It's it's like, okay, so defeat all of the Mongols or free the prisoners and you go about your bad self. Yeah. And figure out how you're going to do it. Yeah. Now on bronze, we were just sort of noobs and we, we didn't, we weren't playing very tactically. And so no. when we first set out, we kind of got our asses handed to us a little bit, but later on you learn, okay, we got to kill certain enemies first, or we got to, um, you know, destroy certain totems or whatever first. And I think we haven't actually mentioned what bronze and silver are oh, yet. Oh, yeah, we haven't. No, we haven't, and I, that's my next bullet point. But okay. essentially, it's the difficulty levels. Yeah, bronze, um, silver, gold. You have bronze, silver, and gold. And as you can imagine, the higher up you go, the more difficult it gets. But going back to the story missions themselves, the one thing that I think is kind of disappointing about this game is about, sorry, about this expansion, this DLC, if you will, is Ghost of Tsushima is just gorgeous. Like, I know you haven't played much of it, but I know you were probably watching me when I was playing it. I did. It. I saw you play it. Yeah. Oh, it's so pretty. It's all these colors and all these, like, wind effects and all the water and all the lighting. Oh, it's beautiful. But Legends is, like, very much a demonic, shaded, like, playground. Yeah, everything's foggy, smoky, dark red. and gray. Yeah, it has, like, this red filter over it. There's, mm -hmm. like, random hearts beating up in the sky for who knows what reason, but they're up there beating away. Um <laughs> And so, and, and it's very dark, and so it's not, like, gorgeous and eye-popping. There are some locations. I think of the onsen, for example, the hot spring, where 
you have like the big moon in the background glistening off the water effects and like that's pretty but um and I get it like this is supposed to be a darker game of sorts but I just wish it would have been yeah I mean I'd love to see another story or set of nine story missions where they really go for the glory in terms of the beauty of this game. Yeah. That'd be so, cool. So pretty. So going back to the difficulty now. So yeah, there is bronze, silver, and gold difficulty. There's also a nightmare difficulty, which you and I like. Well, we, we're not low enough, <laughs> enough to get there. I don't know if we'll get there. So that, that mode is unlocked at key level 90. And so what your key is, is essentially your power level. And that increases as you find better gear, as you do story missions, for example. Um, after, at the end of each mission, you get better gear, hopefully, if you get lucky, if the RNGesus is on your side. And your key level will just gradually grow with that. Yeah, and it's it's cool. It works. I mean, I, th I feel like it works similarly to Destiny, right? From what yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good one. That's a good example because we, we used to play a lot of Destiny back in the day. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, we did, uh, but we kind of fell off that train. Yeah. I don't really know why, but we did. Maybe we'll come back someday. We had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, maybe. So once your key gets to level 25, then you unlock silver. I believe it's it's 25. Either way, you eventually will unlock silver. And once you unlock silver and gold, there's some differences that come with playing on the same levels, just a higher difficulty. Yeah, more enemies. More enemies, harder enemies. They're the harder. Oni chests are there. Yeah, which and are like these like treasure chests that if you unlock it, it spawns like a bunch of bad guys around you. And yeah, and if you kill them all, you get some sort of reward at the end of the mission. But it's it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a it's not super duper easy, and yeah. So you'll you'll go around and it's so these aren't available in bronze at all, right? It's just silver and gold. Yeah, I didn't see them in bronze. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, this is very very exclusive to just silver and uh and gold missions but yeah it, it just adds a higher level of difficulty and these levels are definitely made to be replayed i think that's why they're so short and you and i have gone through every level on bronze and every level on silver at this point yep and it's fun you know when you do unlock the higher difficulty you can't just face hang like you and i love to do no the difficulty ramp up was really steep actually yeah, it, it really was. And so we actually had to find ourselves being like, okay, so I'm going to hang out in the in the grass here. Like, mm -hmm. you go on top of the rooftop there. And then, like, count of three, we're going to assassinate this person. Oh, yeah. I love the, like, the double assassinations. Or we'll have to line up our shots and be like, okay, on, and then do a countdown. You know, on three, one, two, three. Because it really is important that you don't alert a whole camp of enemies. Because yeah. sooner or later, you'll have your hands full. So you really do need to approach it strategically. Take guys down silently, one at a time. Don't let them wake up everybody else um or else you're screwed yeah well, that happened to us especially when there's hostages involved oh yeah whoopsie but no like that's a really good point because i guess like we were saying earlier i wasn't really expecting to love this mode as much as i did i kind of was a little apprehensive like how well is this combat gonna work in a cooperative situation but actually it works so freaking good oh yeah and i tweeted about this i said i would not be disappointed if the next ghost of tsushima game was fully co-op compatible full co campaign co-op yeah, right? yeah yeah full campaign co-op compatible would be incredible not required because i know there's some people out there who would be very upset but if you could play with someone else yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't want it, it to ever be required no but but just make it possible yeah it would be so much fun mm -hmm. and yeah it's 
it just really is a lot of fun to just cooperate with someone on the play style yeah. of it, especially like we said, as you do get in those higher difficulties. Yeah. Um, there have been there have been a few situations where maybe I will uh, miss my assassination, <laughs> or maybe Jason feels a little gung ho, and then you then you're just fucked. Or I'll like shoot somebody not realizing that that they're being watched, and so I take them down, and now the whole camp is alerted, and now we've got a huge problem to deal <laughs> with, and it's but it's fun. It's and, really fun, yeah. and if you've played. The the main campaign, you know, the Jin's campaign, you know that it, you have all those different stances that Jin can use. In this one, you have one, sometimes maybe two different stances, depending on the sword that you've equipped. Sometimes they come with, you know, little passive buffs or attributes, and sometimes you can do that. But for the most part, you know, your main controls are like you crouch, you sneak, you can assassinate, you can critical strike, you can shoot, you can have kunai, you can have dirt, depending on what you want to use. Sticky bombs. Sticky bombs are so good. The best. They're so good. It's so much fun to use the fucking sticky bombs. <laughs> so anyway, so you and I, I'd say, put the majority of our time into the story campaign. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was a really good time. Yeah, we had a great time. I mean, we played this game probably over the last few nights, like three or four hours a night, I feel like. I yeah. mean, we, we just, we did not want to stop playing. And I think last night we were up to like 1 a.m. or something playing this game. Like I it know. was, it During was like, a work night too. it was like, Ooh. do you want to go to bed yet? Nah, let's do another mission. Like it's super fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just hard to believe that this is a free DLC. Yeah. You know, part of me in my little pipe dream world is wondering if Sucker Punch is testing the waters with co-op with Ghost of Tsushima. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I hope they are. I hope they are, too, because it just works so, so, so good. Mm -hmm. Anywho, so before we move on to the next few modes, I just want to say, because it is a free expansion, and if you already do have two copies of this in your household, or if you have a copy and a friend has a copy, absolutely worth jumping in for the story missions alone. Um, yep. Now it's not local, right? It's, it's, it's online. It's only only? online. Okay. Yeah. Come on, Demers. I said that at the top of the show. Were you well, not listening to my co-op no, recap? No, I was just, I was just How helping, dare you? I was helping out you know, the listener you? who had the same I question. I want a divorce. It's over. <laughs> oh, shit. That easy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that easy. Um, the other, the other uh, mode that you and I actually dabbled in recently was the survival missions. I like it. So a little bit of background. I don't like playing with randos online. It's just something that I've never enjoyed. You just hear horror stories of people being assholes or being griefers or like logging off at the very last minute to make it so you can't finish like a round or something. I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. No, I mean, it's, it can get annoying if somebody is being, is griefing or if they're just saying stupid shit in the chat or if they're being like, bullying or whatever i don't know so yeah you were like stoked for this mode and i was i was like kind of miss well, so i also like survival wave modes and, oh, and i can't stand you it. only like it until we die and then you <laughs> rage quit I, I <laughs> so do. I, I get like one chance to play a survival mode in any game with you and then the moment you die nope no never again <laughs> oh i just can't it's, it just takes that meter of mine you know especially in a game you have a bad autosave lose progress. I'm like, why did I just spend all that time doing that? <laughs> I have nothing to show for it. But I will say when we, <laughs> it's about the journey. Oh, fuck that. Not the destination. No, like if I don't, okay, hold on now. It's about the journey. But even if you and I were to like go on this epic journey and then walk away from it empty handed with like no memories or anything epic from it, then what was the point of it? <laughs> I like, I, I make memories when we play survival waves. I just, I'm so angry the whole time. Like how do you <laughs> appreciate it? But I, I do throw you a bone from time to time. So, uh, the survival mission so that you start, it's kind of like story where you start on bronze and then as your key level rises, you can go to silver. And then as that rises, you can move on to gold and the nightmare, etc. So they recommended your key level for the bronze survival was 15. 
And we were in the middle of our bronze story run. And I think we were probably at like 25 or 30 by that point. Mm-hmm. And the, the interesting thing is with the story modes, you can only play with two people. You yep. cannot play with more than two. But when it comes to the survival missions, it's up to four people. But you can obviously play with how many people you want. And they offer matchmaking. So you can turn off matchmaking. So you can if turn you off want matchmaking. And if just you, roll with two people. <laughs> if you're feeling a little froggy that feeling day. Your oats. I was definitely feeling my oats. So I asked Jason, I was like, <laughs> yo, I'm like, what if we just try this bronze survival wave? Just you and me. It's only 15 waves. We can probably make it. Oh. Yeah, and I'm like, sure, I'm down. We got fucking obliterated. We got our asses handed. Oh, yeah, us. like wave three. We were like more than double the <laughs> like the required level or, or recommended level. Yeah. But we got our asses handed. To I us. was it's feeling so enemies. strong and so good. But uh, yeah, so TLDR, can it be done with two people at key level 48, at key level like 30 when it's a 15 recommend? Like, no. I mean, unless we just. Somebody could probably Someone do probably it. could who's actually really good. <laughs> Yeah. Way better than we are. So well, the, the problem is that there's, you're probably going to say this, but there's, there's three places that you have to defend. It's like King of the Hill. Right. And with only two people, you can't defend all three. Like you're going to lose them. And, and then once you lose one of those uh, locations, it actually cuts your max health down by like, you know, 25, 30%, something like that. Every time you lose a location. Yeah. So if you lose two out of the three, you're dealing with like half of your max HP. Right. The locations aren't super close to one another. You know, you get, it takes a while to get to them. And so. Stuff. Well, and not to mention if one of you dies and needs and needs to be resurrected or yeah. revived. You can't you can't do it if you're fighting to hold this other location. No, you're, yeah, exactly. So it pains me to say like we definitely needed to try the matchmaking. But I wasn't done trying by myself yet with Jason. <laughs> so when we were actually then key level 48, we were really feeling our oats. And I was like, we can definitely do this by ourselves. Yep. And the reason why is because like A for science, we wanted to test out yes. the mode. And B is we wanted to see if we can maybe get some better gear. Uh, so we got to wave 10. And then we just got, again, obliterated. Yeah, overrun. Overrun. So I said, okay, fine. You're right. So then we try the matchmaking. And surprise, <laughs> no problems. Yeah, we were able to clear it on It was still a little run. tough. It was kind of, yeah, I mean, as a matter of fact, that first one that we cleared with, with the first set of two randos, we barely made it. There was one guy left alive by the time, um, so the three, the three of us were dead waiting to be revived, and he finished off the last enemy, which cleared yeah. the final round. Yeah. So it was close. It was close. And I had just revived that guy, and then immediately after reviving him, the enemy took me down. Yeah. He, he stood up and then killed the guy, avenging he all of our deaths. He avenged you. Yeah. And me as I was writhing around on the beach <laughs> yes. in my own pool of blood. Yep. With the salt water lapping at my wounds. There, There is like a 45-second... Uh, like tick down timer on revives if you go down. Yeah. So if you do, yeah, exactly. And someone can revive you. And even if someone doesn't revive you, you can just, you can just like respawn. After the 45 seconds. Yeah. Right. And I will say like, it's, it's a fun mode. I had a really good time. And then after that we played maybe two to three more rounds of survival on silver and we played with other people, but we didn't communicate with other people. (laughs) Let it be known. No, we muted the microphones and we muted the other people talking. Yeah, and it worked out great, I thought. I mean, even though we weren't communicating with them, it was like basically like having bots in the game. I mean, just smarter bots. Well, it's pretty self-explanatory, too. I mean, if like your base is going down, everyone yeah. kind of flocks to the base. Yeah, everyone sort of 
just does what you need to yeah. do and, and it's fine. But it's also fun because I, I loved, you can do little like know me shit. Like, you know, you can whip out your flute and play it in between <laughs> rounds. And, and if, if one person does it, like another person will do it. And then, and then another person will bring out their flute, <laughs> you know, or people will all start bowing at each other or just doing stupid but funny shit. Your typical shit. online reminds me of, um, the tower in destiny when you always have all those people like oh, yeah. emoting or like doing weird shit or like hopping off the yeah. edge. It's just silly shit. It was, can do, but it's fun. I stand corrected. Like it was really fun. I enjoyed playing with the other people. Yeah. Uh, you made friends with what was his name? Zoidan. <laughs> yeah. I think his name was Zoidan. There was a dude named Zoidan and <laughs> it was so, spamming the help. I felt so bad for Zoidan cause I could tell, we could tell he was trying to communicate with us because <laughs> <laughs> his little like mic symbol was always popping up in the far left corner of the screen, meaning like he's, trying to chat but we had muted all but we chat had, yeah we had muted everything and i'm sure they were lovely people but you know it's just i just it's well, my thing and uh finally he resorted to like in-game emotes emotes and in-game commands like help <laughs> <laughs> he was always like saying help me <laughs> you and him had a special relationship yeah zoidan special place in my heart yep, i don't yep. know if i like zoidan or I. what if zoidan is a listener zoidan what, what, what do you want zoidan to know I want Zoidan to know that you were a great Ronin. <laughs> <laughs> he was that he was our first Ronin. He was our first Ronin. Left a very very good impression. Yes. So around this point, and I would say like we were playing right before we recorded this, we did our third survival wave, and each difficulty has a max level of gear that you can get, and that max level for silver difficulty across the board is eighty. 80 mm -hmm. gear level. Yep. And so our key is like at 78. So we're real close to 80. So the only way at this point that you and I can possibly raise our gear level would be to do gold level difficulty, which, which we're actually underpowered for. Isn't that a recommended of 85 or 90 though? It's a, yeah, it is. But, but at this point, that's the only way we could get better gear. So we have to, we're in this weird limbo, no man's land. Yeah. Where we're underpowered, but we have to. Exactly. Right We'd now. have to go into some of the story modes or some of the survival waves of uh, being relatively underpowered yeah. if we wanted to get better gear. And most people would be like, yes, do it because you have the raids, which we'll, we'll talk about in a minute. But um, I think at this point you and I are probably done with Legends because I feel like we've exhausted the story modes, the missions. Yeah. We've done them all twice. We've done two out of the four survival waves. And unless we want to get better gear, then we just got to bump up the difficulty. But then the question you and I kind of had for each other was like, but for what reason? Yeah, I mean, the, the reason, the only one that, that I can think of is is if we do the raids. If and we wanted to get good for the raids. Right, because the raids require a minimum, I think, of what, 100 or 110? I think it's 100. Yeah, so you have to have at least 100 to do the raids. And yeah. so we're at like 78. Which probably wouldn't be difficult if we were to do like five or six gold missions. But yeah, we could, I mean, if we ground up for another few hours, <laughs> we could probably, yeah, ground up. We could probably, yeah, get to 100. Yeah. But it, yeah, it would take another few hours of grinding. So this is, yeah, so we were kind of like, okay, cool. Like we experienced it. We had a lot of fun. We're kind of done though at this point. There's really not much more to do unless you want to do the same stuff, higher difficulty or sure. the raids. So there, there might be more, I mean, Maybe you would know. Are they going to put out more beefiness for this? I don't DLC? know, actually. I haven't heard anything. Because if they do, I'd love to keep doing yeah, more. Yeah, me too. It's for super fun. It's just that there's limited content. Yeah. And again, like, this is a free thing. Yeah. So for being what it is, it's pretty incredible <laughs> that it's free. Yeah. So that's where you and I stopped. But, like, I feel like we should at least talk about the raids because I was looking into them a little bit. Because, okay. like, you've always, always tried to get me to do a raid. I don't think I've ever 
successfully gotten you to do a raid. I've never done a raid in my entire life. <laughs> Why not? Whether it was in debt, because they scare me. Why? Because, because I have a bladder the size of a pea. <laughs> And you know this. This is why I've never been able to do a raid with it's you because of, of your reason, bladder. It's, <laughs> it's part of the reason. Even as we're recording this, I have to pee, and I just peed right before we start started recording. Is because <laughs> oh these God. raids. It all started in Destiny. You were. We were always trying to do a raid with our good friend Zach Tang, and I always refused because everyone's like they take like five hours to do, and I cannot sit in one place for five hours and not pee, not eat. Not like get distracted by something. Like it's just not possible. It's not. You, you know this more than anyone. Literally during our last revival round, I had to go up and pee and leave all of y'all in limbo. Yeah, but you are a super fast peer though. Like I know. you can skiddle skedaddle to the bathroom and be back in like twenty seconds flat. Uh, I can protect you. I do pride myself. I can protect you while you're timing. AFKing. Uh you know. Anyway, I digress. I mean, no, like it just raids just aren't my thing. Like it's the thought of having to sit there for five to six hours is just like super daunting. So hashtag let Jason raid. <laughs> you can raid by yourself. You can make a whole bunch of new internet friends and go on with your bad self and raid to your heart's content. So everything I've read about these raids in Ghost of Tsushima Legends has led me to believe that these are 100% something you want to do with people that you know and people you can communicate with. In fact, there was no matchmaking in Ghost of Tsushima Legends just until December of 2020. They launched without matchmaking specifically because they were like, yo, trust us. Like, you just want to play this with people you know and you can chat with. But they did update in 2020, like I said. They added a new feature called Fill Party. And TLDR, it's kind of like a, a more shallow version of matchmaking. You basically just say who you want to play with in terms of, like, what parameters you want. Like, maybe someone wants to go for, like, a no-damage run or maybe someone wants to try to get all the Oni chests. You set your requirements, and they'll try to match you with people that fit those requirements. Hmm. So then I was like, okay, because, you know, like, I don't want to knock something before I haven't tried it. I was looking at what is, what's the average raid time. So the raid is broken down into three chapters, chapter one, chapter two, and chapter three. And you can do each chapter individually. So chapter one, the average play time is 45 to 90 minutes. Okay. Chapter two, the average play time is two and a half to four hours. Wow. Chapter okay. three is 30 to 60 minutes. But there were a lot of people who were saying that chapter two was a hellscape. And one person, it took him seven hours. Holy shit. Yeah. It's notorious. That's Damn. why. See, that sounds fun to me. So, oh, my I, God. I'm down to get my ass, like, tested and handed to me if, if, if warranted. It, it does sound really fun. It does sound like there's a lot of, like, platforming. Yeah. And you really have to work with other people and communicate with other people. <clears throat> and I want to do it. Well, like I said, man, you just like go, you go make your little internet friends, and you go on. <laughs> I'll sit there playing Trails of Cold Steel, living my best life in JRPGs. Boo! <clears throat> That's the story of our life, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but this episode's going a little long. But before we kind of like wrap it up, any what, what would you like to say to Mers to the people out there? Um, hashtag raid with Jason. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right, you hear it. If you want to do a Ghost of Tsushima Legends raid with Jason, you can email us at contact at co-opshow.com or find me on Twitter at Blondered. But um No, I mean this is a really yeah. fun game. It's it's it is DLC, but it feels like it's got enough meat to be like worthy of a full priced experience, honestly. This is I've had more oh, fun. Oh, you think so? Well, what I mean by that is I pay full price for like Call of Duty. 
which is, you know, four to six hour campaign, right? We got way more than four to six hours out of this game. And we had a hell of a lot of fun doing it. The, the different, I see what you're saying. I think the, where I would modify that is full price. Like I'm with you that I would definitely pay like $9.99 for this DLC at, at least. But I think the thing to remember, the difference here is Call of Duty has like a beginning, middle, end, like incredibly cinematic driven, voice acting, like campaign. Yeah, I guess where I was coming from is just in terms of number of hours of entertainment that I got from this. Sure, no, that's fair. It was equal to what I would uh, elsewhere pay $60 for. That's that's in terms of Call of Duty. I'm giving you a look right now. I know you're giving me if a Sucker look. Sucker Punch put a fifty nine ninety nine price tag on this expansion. I wouldn't have bought it. No, there would have been. But, but <laughs> looking, be, but like looking back, heads on would it, roll. Oh yeah. No, no, I, 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 and I'm not saying they should put a price on it. All I'm saying is it was that fun. That's it. It was. I had a lot of fun. No, you're you're right. I see. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I'm just giving you some shit. Uh, <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> never, uh, in the sense that, like, yeah, like you know, I definitely would have paid for this. You know, because uh, it was a lot of fun. We did get a lot of entertainment out of it. It is a bit repetitive in the sense that you are playing the same story missions. There's only nine different story missions, and there's four different survivals, survival arenas, and there are um, three raid, three raid chapters, chapters. And it's it's a lot of fun. And we didn't talk a lot about the gear in this game uh, because that's... I feel like we should take a minute and talk about wanna it. Want to talk though. about it? Okay. I mean, Before we loot, wrap it up. Loot for me is just such a... It's such an addicting thing. And for many people, I think. And and I really like how they did loot in this game. At, at the end of every you know story run or survival run, you get five to six items of loot. They are either common, uncommon, uh, rare... Uh, epic or legendary. We never got a legendary. We never got legendary. Rip. We're too plebe. Um, but we did get some some legendary. Uh, we got some epics, and I really had a lot of fun. Um, you know, putting on new gear and looking at what new cool things it does. Like maybe it causes enemies to light on fire or become poisoned or become weakened if you hit them, um, or maybe it, it makes your arrows ignore armor or helmets or shields. Um, there's various other modifiers that just make it fun, and you can sort of pick the gear that suits the way you want to play. So I love to set enemies on fire. I want it to do a lot of damage when they're on fire. So I found gear that would buff up my fire damage. And then I would light everyone on fire and watch them burn because my fire damage <laughs> just buffed the so shit up. evil. I loved it. <laughs> Is that pretty evil? You're giving me that eye, the double eyebrow right now. I think you're a little concerned. <laughs> if I'm giving you the double eyebrow, it means I haven't had Botox in a long time. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> I got to get back in that chair and get some shit injected into oh, me. Oh, pandemic um, life. Pandemic but no, like, you're, you're totally right. I'm with you. I think the gear in this is fun, and you can re-roll the gear, too, which is great. You know, So if you have a piece of gear that you really like, but there's maybe one attribute you wish was different, you can spend resources to re-roll, and you get resources again after from dismantling things, yep. from completing objectives, from completing missions. And, um, yeah, the gear the, the gear is a good time, and it kind of keeps things a little bit fresh. It does. As a matter of fact, after every level, one of the things I love to do, and when I say level, I mean, like, you know, well, you get it. Uh, once, we get our, once we get our new loot, I love to go apply my latest loot. Uh, I love to re-roll any, any stats that I wish were sort of better in order to get exactly what I want. And then that motivates me to be like, cool, let's play the next mission because now I want to use my cool, awesome new gear. <laughs> your lineup. Your and lineup it's, of equipment. It's, it's just an addicting cycle, but it's so fun. It is. 
So yeah, I'm glad actually we did talk about the gear because it is it's pretty impressive. It's, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's well some done. of the best. Yeah, and again, like the combat in this game is so fucking good. There are also daily goals that you can unlock and get more resources from completing, whether it's assassinate like ten people from above or revive ten people or whatever it is. And there's also a ton of cosmetics in this game. Oh, that's fun too. And I can't believe I didn't mention this at the top of the show. This is free, but there's no microtransactions that I could find that you came across. So no. that leads me to believe that they're absolutely non-existent. And the cosmetics are pretty fun because you can kind of build your character however you want them to look. And I always had like the super like all black samurai gear with yeah. big old deer antlers or elk antlers. And your I feel guy like just badass. Cool. Yeah, I got and those then, icy blue eyes. Now for my gal... Because I, it's a the archer or the hunter is a female, so I have her in this like white robe, which is awesome. Because as you start slashing and hacking people up, their gets blood, blood gets all over it, and now you've just got this bloody ass white like robe, which is super cool. Yeah, it's it's, it's awesome. really fun, and you get the cosmetics unlocked by completing story missions or maybe by finding some of those scrolls that we we're talking about earlier in the civil silver and gold difficulty unlocking chests etc so there's a lot to unpack in here and we could yeah. probably easily make this an hour-long show but we're already this could be our long show oh that goodness. we've done but that's okay we knew it would be a big beefy boy because there's just a lot to talk about yeah but again at the end of the day like we both loved it we both had a ton of fun with it i would 100 recommend playing it with someone um if not just for the story missions alone because i think you'll be really surprised at how well this combat in ghost of tsushima which was fantastic in the single player game works in a co-op setting agreed so Thank you for listening to our very, very long co-op show episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email us at contact.coopshow.com. You can find me on Twitter at BlondeNerd. You can go to coopshow.com for all of our other nine episodes we've released. And again, huge shout out and thank you to everyone who has left us a review. It's fun to actually have an audience now because we had been releasing episodes just into the ether for the longest time yep. just trying to get our groove. So we greatly appreciate your support. So thank you all so much for listening and we will see you next week. Bye guys. Bye.